are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. Could just be growing pains from the new powers. It's okay, Fitz. You don't have to put a positive spin on this. I'm not doing that. I would never patronize the. What the... Things change. That's what I'm saying. So maybe if you can learn to control this, then you could have Avengers level powers. Something like Captain America, even. I think at best we keep in mind the unstable nature of Sky's power. If there is an Avenger equivalent right now, I'm afraid it's the Hulk. Well, Hulk saved the world last I checked. You're absolutely right. But given the choice, I believe Bruce Banner would not hesitate to cure himself once and for all. Well, then, I guess we should be thankful that nobody's given him the choice. Oh, Fitz. Well, don't all Fitz me. I'm me. I'm sorry, Sky. This really isn't about you. I'm pretty sure it is. I'll go back to the cage. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Season 2, Episode 14. I got excited. Jumped ahead in a full season there. Season 2, Episode 14 of the Colson Lives Podcast and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Podcast. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hengatehawk. Yeah. So the second of our uh, many episodes to catch us up to real time. Uh, this one is called Love in the Time of Hydra, written by Brent Fletcher and directed by Jesse Bochco. Uh, yeah, just making sure I had that right. And in this episode, Coulson and his team are still reeling from a shocking revelation that leaves the team fractured, as they must decide what to do with one of their own. Meanwhile, Bobby and Mac reveal their true allegiance to Hunter. While elsewhere, Ward and Agent 33 embark on a personal mission. A personal mission. It's not business, it's personal. <laughs> well, I think for Ward, it's probably both. The same. Yeah, I would say. He has plots within plots within plots, that boy. I wonder what his new thing is. Rule the world. I think it'd be a lot of work for him. He might not want to. Well, part of the world. Yeah, it's not super clear what his motivation is right now. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Yeah, this is a much better episode than the last one. I had a personal reservation with it, but I'll save it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's top-notch or anything. Just last one was meh. This one was enjoyable to watch. 
Last one was, eh, yeah. this one's a, eh. <laughs> Well, we get to start out with our Agent 33, who still looks extra creepy as the false May. Um, with her face burnt with off. With her face burnt and bored, and they kidnapping the guy to fix her face, which is actually pretty cool, the way he fixes the micro mesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was well, super cool. Super cool visual. Infused right to her skin. Yeah, gross. Yuck. So. And so that's pretty neat. And then they go on a hunt for Bachi because it's his fault that she's like this. It kind of is. I mean, it is. But both, both in the. Um, I mean, it's Whitehall's fault that she's brainwashed and doesn't have any of her memories or whatever. But it's Bachi's fault that the face is, the mask is on there, and Whitehall's dead, so now the brainwashing thing sort of falls to him as well. And he tries to brainwash her when they meet up. Yeah, that was great. I love that he starts to say it, and she punches him across the room. Right in the mouth, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their end game is, but I was totally rooting for them. Yeah. Especially when they got to Bachi. I mean, I didn't really think that the tech dude deserved to probably be killed. I mean, we don't see him killed, but it's heavily implied that we're killed. Um, but I was absolutely down with everything that they were going to do to Bachi at this point. Because he deserves it. Because <laughs> yes. he's a douche. And of course, there's that whole Three Stooges-esque um, handling of the uh, government facility. Yeah, which was... Yeah. yeah, that's my own reservation, was how how much of a joke Talbot is. I'm I'm fine with him being the butt of jokes, but he seems like... like the... See, here's where we have a divergent in opinion, because I thought that it was kind of interesting to see him acting as a normal person. This is in his downtime. He's not doing anything except for office work. He's just kind of sitting around and entertaining himself, basically. I see your point, and I agree with you, until, like, the whole lockdown thing happens, in which case yes. that he what should happens, snap the fuck out of that. Yeah, what happens after the lockdown, I was like, ah. But everything up to that point, I thought was fine. Yeah. Yeah, him being totally, like, incompetent desk worker, I could totally see that. I was like, yes, this is brilliant. And then, like, oh, by the way, the uh, Agent 33 with the mask definitely just broke into your facility. And he lines everyone up and is all like, hmm, is it you? Twirl yeah, my mustache. Part, I, hmm. I sort of. No, it's not you. Is it you? Hmm. Yeah. Though I did really enjoy the scene where he forced his wife at gunpoint onto the ground. That was actually kind of entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but as usual, it went too long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's hilarious as a joke if he's not, like, the main point of any scene. Mm. Like, if it other people are making fun of him, that's great. If 
people are making fun of him to his face, that's great. Or if he's just being himself and awkward and not in a position of power at the moment, like that's great. But I don't like know. that scene where he was talking about the writing more. Yeah, exactly. Just I mean, there's just more power. You got your two hands, <laughs> two feet. Uh, you get more precision that way. Wait, what? Stop <laughs> it! Shut up! I don't know. That yeah. And, you know, we should be on lockdown, so let's bring everybody into one room. And only females. That was the other part. Yeah. She's a female that has that mask, so therefore it's got to be a female she's impersonating. Well, they did say that the effect is not very good when you're doing a gentleman. That's fair. When she does the gentleman who's got kind of an effeminate face, it works pretty okay. Yeah. So long as she keeps her mouth shut. Yeah. Well, and it's still May's voice. Yeah. That's the creepiest thing about this is that apparently, okay, her vocal processing is fixed so it doesn't sound metallic anymore. It doesn't buzz. But it's still the one voice. And that scene where she turned into Sky with long, straight black hair really freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah, it was Sky's face. May's voice. May's voice. And Agent Thirty Three's hair. hair. <laughs> uh. So wrong. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. It was extra creepy, which I think is the point of that scene, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree that the Talbot Bart was way too over the top, but the rest of the Agent 33 and Ward storyline was really spot on and intriguing. Uh, But yeah, he's a wild card. We have no idea what he's up to. He's helping 33 in this episode get her pseudo-revenge. Get her groove back. Yeah. Yeah. She did save his life, but I don't think Ward puts that much weight yeah. on something like that. In the way that he like is helping her to come to terms with her injury. Definitely is mm. his direction. Yeah. Even what he do, we just don't know exactly what, what that, that is. is yeah. Mm. Seems like he's just doing for her what uh the other guy did for him. Yeah, giving her a uh, uh, drive uh, uh, path. Yeah, that's creating an emotional connection with her. That's the only seeable motive we have for him at the moment. Like that's the only yeah. path we know he's taking, and it makes sense. So it'll be interesting to see how he intersects with everyone else coming up again, because I'm sure it'll happen. Otherwise, yeah. Why? Why? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Otherwise, why would we have seen this episode and that? Exactly. Sort of plot line. Hopefully, it we're roller coasters in. Otherwise, it's really silly. It'll be, it'll actually be a filler episode. Yeah. Well, uh, it's less of a filler episode just because we've got all the stuff about real shield. Oh, that's true. We did get happening a lot of real in here. Happening in here. Hunter's Hunter's in, uh, investigation, I guess. 
Yeah. Involuntary investigation. And he meets Edward James almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Gonzalez. Admiral Amadama himself. Amadama is not a name. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, we get to see that these people are just totally afraid of everything. Yeah. They wouldn't tell you that they are, but they are. It's interesting that they're sort of like, uh, it's like if, hmm, here's what my my interpretation of the real S.H.I.E.L.D. is. It's like if S.H.I.E.L.D. was run by the United Council, but each of the council people was actually uh, Fury. So it's like there's five Furies and they're all trying to vote on stuff. I don't think it's even that put together. It's more like all of these people drank the uh, hidden Hydra Kool-Aid of different is bad. Control all the different. And they've internalized it to the point where they don't realize that they're being idiots. So they're afraid of all the stuff that's happening, but they won't admit that they're afraid. So they're operating from a position of idiocy. And then they can't agree on anything because they've decided that they're going to be democratic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they're all idiots. I think that there is something to be said for um, a voting process at the top of the chain of command. Because having one person who makes all of the decisions, regardless of their alignment and or uh, personal belief system, can, can become very dangerous very quickly. Yeah, but the problem is when you set up something where you've got one really strong personality or even two really strong personalities, the rest of the group become yes-men. Sure. So you come back to the original potential problem but it's masked by the oh no we totally we totally do this by vote but if you don't vote with me i'm gonna punch you in your dick yeah and i'm sorry for the most part the popular vote when you've self-selected to this point isn't worth anything anyway It's just you've set up a system where your choices are validated by your underlings. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting dynamic having another secret shield. Uh, might be over the top. It depends on how it plays out fully. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's just weird that it just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, I think the question is going to be: uh, Is this is this quote unquote real shield going to be what we actually want the agency to become? Yeah. Are are we going to by the end of this season going to be you know siding with real shield, or is it going to be the big bad for next year? You know, I think that's going to be the the, the question that needs to be answered before 
the end of the season. Yeah, I was a little bit, um, well, I still, I thought they were idiots from this point, but I wasn't totally on the, they're doing a horrible job side of things until next episode, and I will get into more details then. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. Hunter in this one is fabulous. Yes. He's like the only one who's, who's sitting there going, Idiots are idiots. I can't believe that my ex-wife, who now I, I think is awesome again, but now I've changed my mind because she's apparently drunk the, what does he call it, the conspiracy Kool-Aid <laughs> with his fabulous face. Yeah. He was super interesting. I enjoyed watching him every second oh, of this episode. Man, that moment, Bobby would never go along and with this. And then Bobby walks in. Behind him. <sighs> She's standing right behind me, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, good, good. Definitely a fun episode. Yeah. Definitely better than one of us. Yeah. Which one was? We found a shield, the real shield, on the belief that leadership should operate with transparency and not from the shadows. Nick Fury simply kept too many secrets. Got it. Couldn't agree more, actually. Just one little detail that you seem to have overlooked in your otherwise spot-on assessment. Guy with the eye patch and the secrets, Nick Fury. He's dead. Fury is dead, but Coulson's alive and well. Thanks to one of those secrets. And it seems that instead of learning from those mistakes, Coulson's heading down the same path. All right. So that's what this is about. You guys don't want Coulson in charge. I'll be the first to admit the guy's not perfect. Sometimes chews with his mouth open, tends to hog the mic on karaoke nights. But other than that, he's not so bad, really. Well, I'm afraid we don't share in that opinion. This is rubbish. Maybe you've drunk the conspiracy Kool-Aid, but there's not a chance in hell Bobby would ever bow down to any of this. So let's get into some tech. We've got an aircraft carrier. Only sort of tech, but... That's how the real shield has been keeping itself hidden. They've just been sailing around on their aircraft carrier. Yeah. How are they not running the gas? Magic. Maybe it's clear aircraft carrier. Powered by Stark Tech. <laughs> no, powered by lies and trickery. That would be more effective. There's enough of it on there for being secrets. Here's the point where we get the magnitude decreasing gloves that Simmons has put together for Sky. Yes. And they're supposed to also help her heal faster, which, which I, I think really is understand. cool, but potentially, like, if that's something that we have the technology for, why don't we just have, like, suits that do that. Well, I was thinking that maybe it was the the running theory is that her 
interior vibrations are keeping the fractures from healing like they should. So it's more that should damage the vibrations and allow her bones to heal. Yeah, that was my understanding. I mean, obviously they didn't go super far into the science of it, but that's not not a problem. It's just if you're trying to overthink it, then that's a problem, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, that's why I certainly don't get paid to do. We we have the mask again. No, that's not new tech. But it gets fixed, and now there's a limit of three (laughs) facial scans for the memory, which is interesting that she can go back and forth between three. So basically, any wandering person could be Agent 33. Exactly. Which is terrifying. It's kind of awesome. Yes. I like that she's comfortable enough now towards the end of capturing Bachi and everything that she can turn the mask off. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scarring is pretty severe, but it's not horrendous. I mean, for this kind of show. Yeah. I, I was kind of thinking that they were fixing the mask so they wouldn't have to uh, pay for the makeup and stuff on it anymore. But I'm glad they're... Or keep using double... Keep using double May. Yeah, that's why I'm excited to see that she's more comfortable with that, is that we can actually see that scar. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that the actress gets to have her face, even if it's got all sorts of Fancy scar makeup on it on the show again. Yeah, exactly. All right. The other tech thing I have is we get Lola's origin. Yeah. Yes. Although I'm fairly certain that it didn't fly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when Coulson was working on it with his father. Probably not. Unless his dad was actually an alien. What? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's a really good moment between Coulson and Sky as they're flying up to Banner's cabin. Well, we don't know it's Banner's cabin yet. Yeah, but we do. That's now. true. Uh, the yeah. cabin where apparently Steve Rogers spent some time after defrosting. Right. Because why not? Because all the references. There, there were a good number of references in this in this episode. Actually, there've been a, a good number of references in the last few episodes. They talked about Thor episode before last. They, that was a total throwaway, though. They talked about Banner in this one. They talk, or in the next mm-hmm. one, they talked about Rogers in this one. They're dropping all the names, Clang. And talking about Fury. We might be constantly. working up to another tie-in. Well, uh, well, we are working up Age to of Ultron comes out in movie. A it's almost... weeks. So yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So that's sure what we're, we're fully... working up to. Age of Ultron tie-in. Yeah, exactly. gonna have to. So kind of a big part of the universe. Hopefully, it'll be closer to <laughs> the uh, Winter Soldier tie-in and less like Thor two tie-in. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, that would be nice. 
Fingers so. crossed. Yeah. All right. Quotes then. I don't remember a lot of quotes from this one. I've got a quote that's less a I thought that this was cool and more say that with a straight face. It is leadership should operate with transparency and not from the shadows. And this is coming from a group that is in such deep hiding that nobody knows they exist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is. Well, and then on top of that, it, with that they're, <laughs> they're fucking spies. It is a spy organiz, organ, organ, uh, organization. Organization. <laughs> organism. That too. Um, so operating in shadow is sort of the name of the game when you're a spy organization. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, I mean, compartmentalization has been an issue from the start of this season, so I feel like that's going to be a driving force coming forward is the secrecy sure. thing. Um, so... I'm hoping I don't really foresee the shield versus shield thing being able to sustain more than just the end of this season. Mm. So, yeah, I I don't know. It I had that thought too. It's like when they're literally talking about how secrets are bad and you know hurt everybody, and but no one knows about you. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. My quote. I had a quote. Oh, the quote at the very end when um, thirty-three is brainwashing. What's his name? Bachi. Bachi. And he goes, "If I comply, will I be rewarded?" And she's like, "Yeah, nah." It's not really gonna help. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Not I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't feel like anything's going to help you at this point. Basically, yes. He's just in deep shit. Yeah. Uh, Cool. My... I had two. One of them was Hunter saying, after they're knocking Coulson, he's just like, well, I have to admit, the guy's not perfect. <laughs> uh, and then he's also saying... Can we discuss this in private without all of Hufflepuff looking on? Yes, yeah, I like that's that. Good and then when he's like, "I'm gonna leave," oh, is this is this, is him escaping at the in the next episode or this no, episode? No, it's at the end. It's, of the yeah, okay. the end of this episode. Because then it's surprise. He's on a aircraft carrier. He's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here." And Bobby's like, "I'm not gonna try and stop you." And he's like, "Okay, good." He's like, "Everybody else will though." And they just like charge him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a he's a fucking badass. Mm. The more I see of Hunter, the more I like of Hunter. Yeah. And that continues on to the next episode as well. So cool. Good stuff. It was definitely a fun episode. So I kinda like the long like the, the long con con nature of this episode, where they do a bunch of setup for this one big thing and then there's that payoff at the very end. Yeah, uh, pretty good. This is the kind of episode that makes me like this show. Uh, it it has impact and resonates into other episodes. 
So it it makes it worth watching a series versus like I wish this was just, you know, a mini film, a short film or something. Right. Yeah. A one shot as Marvel calls those. So all right. Yeah, that'll do it for that episode, I think. Yeah. So as always, thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback feedback, you can send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Uh find us on our website at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com. Or uh please rate and review us on iTunes and like us on Facebook. A good way to get newer listeners and expand our listener base. Our empire fan base. That's a good one. Our empire. Our hidden our, uh, there should be transparency in podcasts. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Secrets are bad. And stuff. Secret bad. As always, I am Daniel James. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Clara and Gatehawk. And secret bad. Oh. <laughs> Sign off, bad. You took something. Up to Colson earlier. What was it? It was nothing. Didn't look like nothing. What was in the case, Gemma? Something to help Sky. Because you want to change her. Is that it? Stop it. I don't want to change Sky. The Diviner did that. I'm just trying to fix her. You never used to be this scared. You know that. Trip died, Fitz. All because we didn't take the necessary precautions. No, it's not that. You're afraid because of what happened to me and Sky, how we both changed. Well, you know what the scariest change is, Gemma? It's you. Media Productions Podcast. Leave us feedback at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening. Feel free to check out our other podcasts at almproductions.net.